Hey, welcome to the first podcast of the year. We have one hell of a show lined up for you today. We're going to talk about the notable people in 2022 that we lost. One specific one we want to get into today. We want to talk to you about uh, maybe a little Ford problem. Ford's got some issues lined up. Um, Going to give you a little insight into the cost of ownership of a Tesla Model 3. Fisker's got a new ride coming out. There's a Toyota coming back to compete with a couple of uh, big names out there. We're going to talk about all of that and much, much more right after this. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, podcast number 138, number one of 2023. Say hello to my friend and co-host Keith over there. Hey man. Did you say number one? Yeah. This is about saving the future of humanity. It is. This is what we do. Hey, f- congratulations. I hear you're finally watching uh, Star Trek. Discovery. I am. Yes. Thank you so much for that little Picard intro. I am. We're into like season three or four, I think, right now. Um, we stopped. Wa- Actually, we watched a couple last night. We stopped watching the uh, Red Angel, where the Red Angel came in to play <sighs> and oh, uh, got contained for the first time. Oh, Mom! Man. Right? I was like, oh! I was running a bunch of Yo Mama jokes before the, uh, the show started. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was. Right? Isn't that, um, that's a, it's a, such an awesome oh, show. Dude. I'm so glad you uh, recommended yeah. that to me. And yeah. um, I'm pretty stoked about, uh, about this, you know, continuing on, watching it, and then moving on into um, the next couple uh, of, of ones that are, that are out that I'm yeah. anxiously waiting to get to. Um, my wife is, like, totally on board. And so we're able to kind of binge watch a little bit uh, on the weekends. So it's kind of fun. And it's some interesting parallels there to what's going on in current events. I mean, mm. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, it is. How so? And you know, why don't you talk about that? Oh, I, a little bit. I mean, you I you got to remember, like I so long ago last <laughs> <laughs> started watching this. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've moved on to other things, mm-hmm. but. Um, I, well, the, for one thing, the writing style is really different than any of the other Star Trek shows. You know, I mean, they're 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 staying, I think, true to the spirit of Star Trek, but they are just like the first generation or the next generation. Sorry, was a uh, it was kind of a new style when you compared it to the original series. Yeah, um, you have to do that, right? I mean, you I just think so. Can't keep releasing the same album every time, or you know, you're. You know, nobody's going to buy your... Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, you have to grow. I mean, obviously, it's still based on, you know, Gene Roddenberry's original writings. Um, I I guess the biggest... Uh, this is kind of letting a little bit out of the bag for those of you that haven't seen it, but um, 
The thing that I probably like the most is that the star of the show is not the captain. Right. That we have this, and you're enough seasons in now that I'm not going to really ruin this for you either. There's this constant pursuit of a leadership role, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I don't want it, but I do want it, but I don't want it, but... yeah. And even the the like thumbnail shows her like standing behind the chair. Yes, like just, you know, right. Which obviously we haven't gotten to yet, um, and I don't know where in 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 that yeah, that, that it, becomes. It's all you know. You realize that that her role is so big in this. It's you, it's you don't have to be the one in charge to make a big difference, right? Co- correct. Um, I love the the I love the time jumping aspect of it. Yeah, um, which is so cool. I mean, it totally. I was taken back a little bit by the the way that they were able to thread the original series into this. Right. And then now I kind of understand where Worf comes from. Right. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just the coolest thing. And so, you know, Keith, Keith has been on me for years. He's like, dude, you have to watch this, and you know, and... And, and especially after Picard came out, and because he knew that I had seen Next Generation series, and um, obviously I've I've probably watched every original series Star Trek episode. I would say I'm I'm not I am not lying, man. I bet you I have seen every single Star original series Star Trek episode at least a minimum of twenty times each, each episode, at least in yeah, my in my lifetime. I've seen them a lot. I don't know that I'm that high, but you know, it used to be on like conventional over the air on like Sunday afternoons, and we, you know, well, to church and it'd be on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's nightly on H and I. Okay, they run that, then they get into the next generation. Goes after that, so it's a it's a nightly thing for us. So we we stay on top of it just to kind of. I, and, and I wanted my wife to get into the original series with me because she never really sat down and watched it. She watched Next Generation with me when we first met and got yeah. married. You know, obviously got married, and, and I was, you know, really into it, and she got into it. And then I asked her one day, have you ever seen the original series? And she's like, no. I'm like, what? You've never seen? She goes, I may have seen a couple of episodes here and there, but I was never really into sci-fi. And so she really got hooked with, with the next generation and then so as as we started watching the original series together she's it's clicking you know what i mean um she gets it mm-hmm. uh, and then now watching discovery she's like whoa i'm totally because we're at that point now where she understands where the whole pike situation captain pikes you know what i mean yeah and i think you know I mean, boy, this is a whole can of worms. But you know, I've I've had this struggle for several years now. Everybody goes through these New Year resolutions, and I I don't really do that. Like, I try to. If I'm gonna make a change, I'm not saying I don't try to improve. I'm just saying I'm not gonna wait till January first to do it. And right. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna implement a change, then I'm gonna implement it when, when I decide it's time and with some urgency, not wait till. January 1st. And sure. one of the like struggles that is just an ongoing thing with me is I, you know, at, trying to make every day count and I have this kind of guilt over it. The show has to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. And 
if I get an episode or two in, I'm just not going to give it that. You know, people do this thing all the time and they're like, well, man, if you watch all the way to like the eighth episode or the second season, it gets so much better. Nah, I just no, man, that's that's 15 hours of my life that I wasted, you know, that I could have been doing other. So I I try to limit the number of shows that I watch. And mm-hmm. by doing so, they have to count, you know, uh, yeah. I limit my my TV time. Totally makes sense. I get it. Um, and every time, like, I mean, I got so far into this and it was just like, I, you know, it's still, yeah. I, you know, it's so good that it got me into the spinoff with Pike, right. which is Strange New Worlds. And now I've like added that to my, but you know, that's fine. It's worth it. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I, I haven't seen what? Strange New Worlds yet, so. It's good. I just, I didn't, I didn't spoil anything for you. I just uh, told you it was a good show. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, you already know Pike's in it because you've seen, you're far enough along. And yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah. Well, you're just coming off like I just totally let the cat out of the bag. The cat is still very much in the bag. <laughs> in the bag. Screaming okay. yeah. and, you Why know, do people put and, cats in bags? I, I haven't quite yeah, figured that know. one out yet, but, because I'm a cat lover. I like cats, man. I like dog. I like animal spirit. I, you know. So, uh. Don't put your cats in bags, people. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's, we, you know, could spend hours researching that, let I guess. Let the cat uh, get in the bag on its own and let the cat get out of the bag on its own. Okay? Sounds like a TikTok video. Right, yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, Jay, are doing these kind of state of the union, so to speak, uh, podcasters. Right. Like, Here's what we're going to do uh, this year. Or, Thanks, everybody, for being loyal and sticking with us. Well, another year. I mean, have you noticed this? Like, they're all kind of. Yeah, I have. And um, I guess we're going to get into that a little bit. We've got some, um, we got a big story to talk about. But, you know, I I haven't listened to Adam Carolla in probably years, years and years and years. Yeah. And um, he's going through a lot of changes on his show. Um, He basically got rid of his two main cohorts, Mm -hmm. Bald Brian and Gina I think this happened yesterday. Like, I found out about it on Twitter. Yeah. And he's moving to, like, leaving California. Yeah. Wow. Like, moving the show. Is he going to Texas, too? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have grid problems. <laughs> you know? You know? So, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Me, I, I've been... Um, well, you've got you've turned me on to a few new podcasts, which I've been I've been listening to, but um, yeah. one that I've... Colin and Samir Colin just did Samir. a... They had a Zoom meeting with Elon Musk. Oh, did they really? I haven't heard yeah, that they were, one yet. Okay. They broke this as their New Year uh, thing. They were God. like, yeah, we got, to, we got to sit down with a bunch of the Twitter execs and talk about how they can make Twitter better for creators. Yeah. And Elon Musk showed up in the meeting, you know, and that was interesting. That's so funny, man. Those yeah. guys are, like, hitting it hard, dude. I, yeah. I, I love them. Um, uh, congratulations to, to those guys because they deserve what they are getting in popularity and following because they are so good at what they do. Um, guys, if you haven't listened to them, please do so. They're fantastic. Um, if you're a creator, uh, yeah, you need to, uh, you need to check those guys out. But, um, I've been really, I've been getting into, and the reason why for personal reasons, uh, there is a podcast called the Murdoch, uh, murders podcast. It's Mandy Matney. Yeah. Um, Murdoch, and that's spelled, it's pronounced Murdoch, it's, which is weird. Um, Murdoch, it's, it's, uh, A-U-G-H, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. And it's out of South Carolina. It's, it's, uh, kind of almost like a South Carolina's Chappaquiddick, if you will. And Dude, are you 
are you getting into true crime podcasts? Well, I'm into this one because I know the people that are being okay. prosecuted personally. Okay. I know these people. Okay. I mean, it's it's so weird. I mean, I and and you know, uh, there's a lot of for me listening to it going, God, I knew it. I just knew it kind of, yeah. you know, cuz I went to high school with these guys right. and anyway, you know what I'm saying? All right. So now that now that we've moved past like now that I've finally like pulled you uh, alongside the train of the Star Trek Discovery. Yes. Like Okay, Express. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now that you've told me that you're you're dabbling into the true true crime, you, yeah. you got to be careful, man, because they are like you binge those suckers. <sighs> like it's you know, and then you got to stay off Google because yeah. if you you know these are recorded usually years before they're released, and you can go Google and find out like who done it, mm-hmm. and it'll ruin the whole thing for you. Right. So I got two more for you after you're done with this one. Okay. But this is for everyone. All right. Okay. All and, right. and and these are obviously. Not to take the place of the counter show. Like you need to no, stay here. You have to stay here. And leave us a good review. Yeah. Uh, but after you listen to two hours, if you're looking for a true crime podcast, right? Uh, Up and vanished. The original Up and vanished. Um. Are you are you putting these in right now? No. Okay. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna and, text me. Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. I can put it in chat for you. Up and vanished. And then the other one is uh, Tom Brown's body. Ooh. Which I just finished listening to, which happened in Texas. It's it's interesting. So um, uh, changes for us, Jay, on this platform this year. There there are some minor changes. Nothing uh, like earth shattering. We're adapting a little bit uh, as we grow, as we make strides towards more growth. Um, and we're going to stop taking a lot of the video content that we produce from these podcasts. And just let these podcasts stand on their own. Yeah, I think so. I think our objective before was to, um, yes, while the while the content is worthy of of, of a video, um, we just this will allow us to really get into much greater depth. Um, you know, so you may see some segments from the podcast out there, guys, on on our YouTube channel. Which, by the way, you can. Check us out over at youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus for any video segments or any of our review videos or videos in general because Keith and I are very busy with that. We've got product reviews uh, that we've been working on. We just recently, Keith just recently did a product review on Black Widow uh, ramps. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, what's a Black Widow? Now, I mean, if you're going to... Okay, so what's a Black Widow ramp, Jay? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, you just have to go to their... their you know, no, just, come on. Just go to their you, website. You give me a little Give me a little taste. Give okay, me, so... Give me, give me something. Well, they're, they're, in, they're in the world of motorsports. They're just basically ramps and lifts and, and dollies and those sorts of things for two wheels, um, four wheels, you name it. So if you're into... Uh, if you have the luxury of having a big garage, a clean garage... Um, it doesn't have to be clean. Uh, you you well, still, you still, you still need one of these. If I'm gonna have a garage, it's gonna be clean. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, anyway, uh, that, it's a uh, power sports. Power it's, sports. It's power right. sports products uh, for the most part. If you uh, are a fan of things of two wheel of the two wheeled nature. Yeah. So, I mean, my advice to anybody out there listening to what we're talking about right now is just keep following us. Subscribe to our podcast. You'll learn more about these guys. Um, and like I said, Keith's got a video out there where he did a review on a nice, nice product um, for a for motorcycles. 
Um, so check it out. Like I said, youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus. Um, and you'll see that there. Um, you can have a friend with a clean garage if it helps. And uh, I do. And You do uh, have a friend. I, I'm yeah. actually uh, hoping we get to film some more stuff out of his. I hope you do as well. Little, yeah. um, that was a nice uh, nice backdrop too. So, so uh, Make sure you buy him a beer for me, will you? Uh, I'll, yeah, okay. I, I took one over last time. Okay. Left it. Yeah, he's got the cool fridge there and yeah. all that. Well, of course. Um. You know, a little bit morbid, but you know, kind of, kind of sad. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping around here from one to two in your list, okay? Because I just thought this through mm-hmm. last minute, and yeah. I'm like, you know, there are some significant people that we lost at the, in the, in 2022. Yeah, and we'll get into those guys. Um, but I know where you're going, and and yeah, let's just go ahead and hit it, and just um, let's talk about this. Yeah. So, um, mm, um. Am I? There's always this shocker one or two uh, days into the new year where it's like, oh, you know, right? You know, Betty White is not really. I'm just, you know, like she got she got us all. Like she just didn't make it to her. You know, it's like one day after the yeah. yeah. She's almost a hundred. Yeah, and we've had in years past these like just it's like you think you made it, you think you're clear, like everybody kind of. The list that Time Magazine or whoever puts out of notable deaths, and then you get this one surprise that that comes across. Oh, that that nobody saw coming. Just absolutely right? gut punch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and so um, Ken Block passed away on January second. I think out was it the first? This was the second, right? Uh, yes, it was. Yep. And um, this was a so the so Jay and I both knew of Ken. In fact, had just met Ken. Did Jay was it two? Did you say it was exactly two it weeks was a, to the? It was a, exactly two, two months, months to the day. I I, I was looking at that because I was trying to figure out when it was we last saw him. Yep. And um, then I started putting two and two together. Like holy cow, man! I mean, it's like exactly two months to the day. It was the so sec- you- second day of the show, second day of SEMA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't know who Ken Block is, you you actually have seen probably seen his work, Ugh. and he is most famous for there. There is something that he has been involved in that you know him from. Right. Let, let's just put it that way. So he's probably most famous for his Jim Connor videos right. on YouTube, which is where he's drifting rally cars, doing crazy stunts. Um. And uh, those are fascinating on a lot of levels because of the skill involved, because of the insane uh, video work, the planning, just the amazing things that he's able to do in that vehicle. Right. Uh, he was co-founder of DC um, Activewear Shoes, I shoes, think, initially. Boards, skate, yeah. Skateboarding boards, yep. type stuff, yep. right? Yep. Um, and the more I kind of watched this tribute feed come in on social media the more i realized how far his reach was I'm, and we're not talking he, he was not pigeonholed into one thing no i mean it was uh, just it blew me away firstly whenever you introduced me because because keith I, you know keith is the one that introduced me to ken block and um i think it was jim Connor videos they I were think on it, amazon yeah, at the yeah, time i think it was and it was the pike's peak um episode yeah. where they were yeah, yeah here's a guy drifting up pike's peak literally the t- edge of the tires is rubbing the edge of the 
And I've driven that road, and there is no guardrail. There is no curb. No. It is dirt, and then there's yeah. a drop-off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's a mile down. I mean, just to be clear, it's half a mile down. You could tell he was an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. I mean, that was... That was well, he didn't he did. start as a car driver. He started as like, a he was a skateboarder, yeah. kind of just active snowboarder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. E- and then got into sports. and then got into rally and and then action it, it, sports. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just got into that and X Games and I mean mm-hmm. it, the list goes on and on and on. When I started for for today's show, um, you know, I just kind of wanted to make sure that that we gave him the honor and justice he deserves. Um. I started looking into the depth uh, of of Ken, and what an amazing um, history um, or resume, if you will, that that he had. I, I mean, I'm just absolutely blown away with some of the things that he's accomplished. He was a pioneer at, at a lot of the things that he did. Right. Um, but the most thing, the, the the thing that I that that really really took me back so much man was how loved the guy was yeah so i mean here you have somebody that you know you and i in the in the automotive industry know you know there's there's companies that you that you love and there's companies that love you and then there's companies that you just don't know right you know or you know they don't know you and you know, Tanner Faust uh, is a guy we also ran into at SEMA this past year. And he was doing some stuff for Volkswagen, and he's done stuff for other car companies. Right. But I I don't think Tanner is as well traveled with everyone from... I mean, just the list of people. Ford paying a video tribute to Ken Block, uh, Hyundai... And, and you get into NASCAR suit, like it's just insane. Like the, all the different companies out there, overlending companies, overlending companies, anybody that had anything to do with the performance world, um, mm-hmm. GoPro, GoPro, any anything. This guy was Jay Leno. This, I mean, this guy no was end. a content creator magnet, man. You know what I mean? I mean, he, in my opinion, I think he was probably the catalyst for more of the automotive related Mm -hmm. content creators that are going on out there now than people will will ever understand i I think you're right so um i put an article uh on our website over partscounterguru.com where i tried to speak to that and uh you guys are welcome to go read that if you would like um and uh the thing that i appreciate the most about his legacy I think is that, and let me let me explain what that is. Um, you know, if you go back and you watch the first Jim Connor, which was really the first two were basically like they were commercials for something else. They weren't standalone. We're gonna perform stunts in a car and record it and then put it on YouTube, right? And the thing that amazed me about. Th- it was so long ago by YouTube standards. I mean, 10 plus years, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got styles being introduced in a medium that we hadn't seen before. You know, you had basically a Hollywood stuntman style movie production on a YouTube budget. That's right. 
and then that video did so well that they got budget to do another one and then that one did crazy well and they got more money and then they started getting sponsors all the way up until the end well we'll get to that in a minute but then you have this factor of ken in a lot of his videos that he's widely known for doesn't even really talk right and there's this magical like i could be that guy like there's no voice and you almost project yourself into the car Mm -hmm. and so I think his his vision of being who he was probably is the legacy that I appreciate the most. So, so Jay, you follow some form of, of racing, right? I do, whether it's yeah. NASCAR, yeah, okay. absolutely, yeah. So, anybody that's a race fan knows whether it's Formula One or MotoGP or NASCAR, or whatever. You rarely, if you you could be the best driver at in in that class. And still never win a race that season. That's right. Right. You could yep. be hands down the best, most skilled driver on that Formula One team. Right. And yet never win a race. Because it's usually not just up to you, the driver. It the, the equipment certainly is a factor. You know, if the manufacturer's not able to corner, their stuff doesn't corner as well as the other guys, then you're gonna suffer there. Um the race team, right? Like, do they have their act together? Are they are they dialed in, so to speak? Like, there's all these factors, right? And so you have a guy like Ken who's... No one would argue that he's super talented. But maybe he's not winning every race. And that's frustrating. And then Ken himself even said, the only time I got to have fun was on race day because I wasn't allowed to drive the car unless we were testing it or racing it. Right. Well, which, what do you do? Right. right. Which by you the- go... You, you you pave your own way, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You make you make your own videos, and you go out and you do donuts in the parking lot. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's true. And I, it's funny you mentioned that because I I read a few tributes and articles on him since since his passing. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, guys, if if you're under a rock somewhere, you don't know this. Um, it was unfor- It was just a freak accident. Uh, he was he was in Utah snowmobiling, and um, he he rolled it and on his ranch yeah he posted pictures yep. a couple of days beforehand yeah. of all the snow and yeah. what they were yeah. yeah and i've watched him in action on it some of the things he could do on a snowmobile is just insane um well, no surprise there right exactly but unfortunately and i'm sure this has happened countless times to him where he's rolled it um and was able to uh you know roll it and stay in one piece but unfortunately uh the weight of the um the snowmobile yeah. uh, hit him uh just right um, unfortunately, and um, killed him uh, on, on the spot. But um, it's very unfortunate to the automotive world, the racing world. Um, uh, F1 drifting, uh, rally it, rally cars, uh, you know, all that stuff, man. I mean, he, he will he be made sorely missed. People man. that weren't race fans or uh, renters. Mm-hmm fans of cars right and and whether or not you followed any of those things you could look at what he was doing there and go that's awesome Mm -hmm. and there was an element of humor involved and there was an element of you know risk and all things that it was like i i could be a skateboarder and watch those videos and go yeah that's cool i'd I'd watch another one yeah yeah absolutely man and and it's so it you know back to you know us just seeing him at sema as you followers of ours know, you subscribers of ours know, if you're not a subscriber or a follower, you need to do that. If you've stumbled across this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button for us, please. 
We're on every major uh, podcast platform out there. Um, so please, and you can go to PartsCountyGuru.com uh, to do that, or any of your, you can find us, Parts County Gurus, on any major platform. But we were at SEMA uh, this last November, and um, we have a schedule. Uh, Keith and I sit down and methodically put in place what we are going. Our time is very valuable. Well, there's so much to get to. If well, you don't it. do that, you're not going to get to the no. stuff you want to get to. No, but you know, sometimes there's a there's a well worth stopping for a second and smelling the roses. And, and in this particular case, that's what happened. And Keith and I were transitioning from one hall to another, um, going over to see. Um, over to the West Hall, I think. We, yeah, just you know. that that yeah, that sort of overshadowed what what we were doing, even in your recollection there. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean they had him kind of hidden out back. Yeah, it was so weird. It was, it was outside the, in between the halls. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like, well, who is that? That that's Ken Ken Block right there, yeah. man. You know, we stopped and uh Keith talked to him. And I was able to get some really nice shots uh, of them. Keith was... Um, he was... Very cool. Apparently, they had said it was a meet and greet, and mm-hmm. it was... I don't know what time it was. Uh, it was go time for us, but they had said, like, okay, Ken's got to go or whatever. You know, the, those guys have handlers, and um, and they had tried to wrap it up, and us unknowing just walked past him and it was like, Hey, Ken, will you do a picture? And he's like, Yeah, sure. You know, just yeah. could have said, Nah, I gotta go. Right. I don't sign those cards, get kid, pull the Jerry Maguire. Right. You know? Right. But that's but the kind he, of guy he was, yeah, though. That's why yeah. I said what I said. It's yeah, you know, it's for that reason why people love him so much, is because he loves you just as much as you love him. Yeah. And that is was, that's yeah. that is the, the spoken truth right there. I can tell you that. He never, a, never had. He never met a, never met a stranger, and did not have any enemies, as far as I knew. So there's a lot to be said to doing what you want to do, following through with um, your vision of what you love, mm-hmm. and not necessarily letting other people or other companies or the world tell you how to do it. Right, and I, I think the thing that we both marvel at is how all of those external companies still love him. Oh, absolutely. I, I he was doing it his way. Yeah, and um, you know, you made a comment to me uh, you know, yesterday as we were putting together the show for today and wrapping that up. Um, you were just blown away with all the tributes that were going on. Oh man. Yeah. And I said to you because um, you know, Keith and I we share we share things, you know, I do some things, Keith does some things and I I really, really troll the socials quite regularly. And, um, you know, I just wanted to get us out there and showing our appreciation to Ken. So I posted something. Uh, and by the way, you can follow us on any of those socials. We're, we're out there. We put it out there. Um, it's Parts County Gurus on Facebook, and it's The Parts County Gurus on Instagram. Parts County Gurus on TikTok. And it's also, um, uh, what else are we on, man? Uh, oh, you're Twitter, me? <laughs> Twitter, Twitter. We're uh, the counter yeah. show. Parts kind of gurus, but we're the counter show uh, as our handle. But um, you know, I was looking at a lot of the tributes myself and liking them for for a lot of reasons because some of the things that they were saying were very moving. Right. And I, 
at one point I'm like, I'm looking at my, my watch and I'm like, my God, man, I've, I've been doing this for an hour solid. It was like every other post was a tribute I, to Ken Block. I'm rarely ever on social media. Uh, and the one I, I've said this many times, the one I probably use the most is, is Twitter. That yeah. one I might, I might hit every day or two, mm-hmm. but stuff like Facebook, you know, I'm just not, you know, I'm on it. If I have to be for, for our stuff, uh, I popped it open yesterday and, you know, I'm not really in their algorithm. I mean, I guess I am, but I'm not hitting it enough on a regular basis to get like a constant feed mm-hmm. and just, it was three Ken block stories and then an ad and then three more Ken block stories and then an ad. That's all I got. That's just, that was it yeah. the whole day. It was just flipping through Ken block stories. Oddly enough. And I said this to you yesterday, I haven't seen one single story on him on the national, the three, the big three. Yeah, he did make my Associated Press news daily two minute news update that yeah. I get. But yeah, yeah I uh, but that's a that's that's a little bit of a different audience, I think, than the like ABC, CBS, NBC, World News. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I mean they 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 typically will cover the notables. Um, mm-hmm. I mean Dale Earnhardt. I remember when he died. Yeah. Um, they covered that. Um, uh, but you know, again, what Ken was doing was—it's um, not that—it's not the NFL, it's not NASCAR, it's not—you know what I mean? So, well, there is or some. You can look at it. You know, the younger crowd doesn't watch. They don't those watch the news. They're on social news. Yeah, and you know? he was at fifty-five years old, very in tune with uh, the younger, the younger generations, right? So, so his last—I so was, I was just the last comment that I'll make towards Ken was that he was not done innovating. I don't think, um, interestingly enough, the week before SEMA this year, he, the Hoonigan brand released their Jim Connor video, uh, and they did it in a new way with an electric vehicle. It was the Audi S one. They mm-hmm. called it the Hoonatron. Hoonatron. I think. Yeah. And it's the, ele- uh, Electricana. The Hunatron? Yeah. yeah. It was the first EV that he had done any of this type of uh, whatever you want to call what he does. Right. You know, with. And it was completely different and yet similar. And here we have, you know, another controversial topic where we have this very divisive, you know, the auto industry is split. Is it EV or is it not? Right. Um, and um, here's a guy that just went. Yeah, this this is good content. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do this with an electric car, and we're gonna make it cool. Right. And I didn't hear, I didn't hear anybody complaining. Nobody complained about it. And, I, and you know, only Ken can draw you into an EV like that. Right. I mean, what he was doing with that. If you haven't seen that, guys, go go to YouTube. It's out there. Um, just look at Hunatron or or Electricana, um, uh, Las Vegas uh, Audi e-tron. Uh, it's just amazing what he could do. And just, you know, if that doesn't draw you in and go, wow, this is what we can do with an EV? Hmm. Wow. You know, and, you know, already Ford had been doing it with their Mach-E, obviously, but nobody had taken it to this level. Like, like oh, he, dude have. was hitting over 150 miles an hour in a parking garage under a Vegas hotel. I mean, I how mean, fun could that, I can't imagine how fun that must have been for him to have the streets of Las yeah. Vegas, the Strip. To himself, yeah. 
Right. And just smoking tires and burning rubber. And the, the cool thing about it was, is really all you heard were the tires and just that that mm-hmm. famous or notorious sound of an electric vehicle. You know, that that just, mm, just winding up. And it's just so cool. So cool. So cool. Um, I got to do something I've never done before. I'm leaning in. Did you hear that? I did. I've never had a Monster Energy uh, drink, uh, but today, in honor of Ken Block, may you rest in peace, sir. Our thoughts and prayers are with your family. Um, cheers. Yeah, so uh, Monster was a big sponsor of his throughout his career. And, uh, wow, that's Yeah, Jay good. had the idea. This is going around, actually, a lot on uh, social. Mm. So... Um, yeah, it definitely makes you want to run out there and uh, dive off a helicopter with a bungee cord, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah, I'll be the first one in line for that, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, what a fitting, sweet tribute uh, for Jay, a guy I know that's really not into that sort of a beverage. But uh, yeah, well, I did get the um, uh, sugar-free one, so <laughs> you know, at my age, I need to make sure. Ken, you know, Ken was—he was fifty-five. I'm yeah. I'm very close in age to him. Yeah, I'm actually, a little older. So, but which kind of made me feel good. Um, you know, you hear people say all the time, you know, 60's the new 40. Yeah. Um, and I, I do believe that. I think it's a, I think age is definitely just a number. And I think with advancements and, and understanding the human body a lot better, we are able to take care of ourselves a lot better. And any, uh, any minute now, Ted Williams is going to get it, get a new body and then we'll be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, Jay, who are you going to miss that we lost in 2022? Oh wow! Who are the top of your of your of your list? Wow. Um, well, truly, man, uh, for me, uh, you know, I was a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Um, yeah, Christine McVie was. You know, she was like the fifth Beatle, if you will, too, to some degree. You know what I mean? That that I, that just yeah, kind of in the background, was, or more of a George. Yeah, Harrison, but I yeah. think she was she was more. There would be no Fleetwood Mac without her. I think she was more critical to that band's success than she oh, ever got credit for. Absolutely, and great writer. You know. You a, know what? I would argue this. It, this is this show is about to get controversial, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I would argue that. Okay, J- let me. I, I'm going to set you up in a trap here, Jay. All okay, right. you ready? I'm ready, man. Jay, who's the most popular female singer from the band Fleetwood Mac? Obviously, Stevie Nicks. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for taking the bait. Um, <laughs> so, I go. Just you can you you pick, okay? Mm-hmm. If if you need a suggestion, and I'm I'm not saying you, Jay, although you can you can play along too. But everybody playing along at home, go pick a Fleetwood Mac album. Uh, if you're not sure, you just want me to pick one for you. Just go get the Greatest Hits album, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Because that's a good, it's a good mix of all it the is. stuff we know. Yeah. The majority of the hits that you know mm-hmm. and love, right? On any album. Mm-hmm. are going to be Christine's. 
mm-hmm. and she's going to carry the vocals on most of those songs. Absolutely. Yes, Stevie Nicks has her hits, Gypsy yep. and all that, yep. right? Yep. Rhiannon. Yep. But most of the ones that you love, mm-hmm. those are Christine. Absolutely they are. Um, she, if she didn't sing on them, she definitely wrote them. Oh, yeah. Um, she was a big part of the success of that band. The story she behind... She could write the hooks for them, man. Absolutely she could. And the story behind how Stevie... Um, got into the band um uh with uh her he was a husband at one time right right um boyfriend husband uh friend again <laughs> right, you know, right right Lindsay Buckingham is who we're talking about but right. they they if you've never seen the documentary uh Sound City it was Dave Grohl's first documentary that really got him into the the realm of documentaries and it's an amazing documentary i gotta go watch that because i haven't seen it. right so it's called sound city it is a very very famous um studio in van nuys california watch it and if you don't believe that that studio was great um or if you didn't know about it now you will understand why the reason why that band happened as we know it the modern Fleetwood Mac, as mm-hmm. we know it, the, the Rumors album, all that stuff, um, was because of that studio. Uh, Mick Fleetwood is, you know, the drummer, uh, wanted a great drum sound, and he had heard that this particular studio had a great drum sound. And it just happened to be the same studio that um, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks had free time there to work with and and do their work. Uh, they were, They were... Uh, not only artists, but they were, you know, musicians for other bands. Sometimes they would do fill-ins or backup vocals and stuff like that. But Mick Fleetwood went there specifically to check out the room and just fell in love with it. Um, And so the engineer there was showing off some of the sound that they could get out of the room. And it just happened to be Buckingham Nicks. Um, Their solo album, that or not solo album, but their album that they they had just released or something like that. And he you know, really liked the guitar player. Um, he said, I want to take, I want to, I want to book time here, but I need a guitar player. Who is this guy? And the engineer said, look, um, you got to know something that it's a, it's a package deal. Um, he's not coming without her. And Mick said, I don't care. I want him to be my guitar player. And the very first album they did together at that studio was rumors. The rest is history. Yep. Um, Rick Springfield uh, became very notable out of that studio. Uh, uh, Nirvana recorded Bleach there. That is why Dave Grohl wanted to go there um, and do the documentary on it. But what was what drew Dave to that, and the reason why the sound was so good was because of the soundboard. And there was only two boards made like that in the world, and it was a Neve board. Um, hand assembled, created by Mr. Neve himself, um, that was purchased uh, specifically for that studio. And the studio unfortunately went out of business, and Dave said, I want to buy the board, and he still owns the board today. And he created Studio 666, and that's where they recorded right. their yep. latter albums with. So um, go check out Sound City. It's a who's who of artists that join Dave in this thing. There is also the session CD or album that came from uh, 
that documentary, which is called um, Studio 666 Sound City Sessions. Uh, uh, Stevie Nicks is on it. Paul McCartney's on it. Uh, Tom Petty's on it. Um, you name it. It's just, it's an amazing album. It's an amazing documentary. So there you go. There's my, there's my two cents worth on that. So I, yeah, that's a big one for me also. I, I can see, you know, that yeah. being, so you haven't yeah. seen it. You haven't seen the documentary. No, no. Oh, wow. I will you, now though. You are going yeah. to love That's my Star Trek discovery, Jay. You are going to love it, man. Uh, make, right, so, make sure the wife's sitting there with you because uh, she's that's gonna... tough because we we have so little time to uh, yeah we have to it's even more like we started this and I talked about how scrut how scrutinizing I have to be with the, my show selection. Well, when the two of us are you know AIS, do you know what that means? Uh, go ahead, adult a ass and seat. Oh, ass and seat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. we have to be even more scrutinizing because it's like. It's it's miraculous. We did make it through all eight episodes of Wednesday on Netflix, which I freaking loved. Okay, don't um, don't go there yet because I'm yeah. It's Tim. It's Burton. in my queue. It's in my queue. Yeah. So uh, you, you'll you'll I think you'll enjoy it. So um, Jay, ask me who I'm gonna miss the most. Okay, guys, if I don't know if you caught that or not, but I just got my cue. Um, the cue cards are up. So Keith, uh, who who are you going to miss the most? And uh, you know, I'm gonna th I'm gonna throw you a curveball here. Um, <laughs> if you see this coming, dude, I'll buy you a beer. I'll buy you a beer anyway. But um, it, it 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 I'll buy you two. I know if who it you, is already. You, uh, go ahead. The first please. letter is L. Oh no way! Yeah, and I no know, way, and I know no why. No way! I know why too. Because, no way! Because you, oh, mind you, blown. you have you have ridden on her property. Yeah, I'm I'm actually yeah. I thought I had you. Yeah, no, I am I know gonna you, miss uh, of the list. This isn't to say that I'm gonna miss. Um, you know the contributions some of these folks have, but Loretta Lynn passed away earlier this year. Yep. I thought that was a sleeper. I thought you would have gone right over Absolutely that. Absolutely not, dude. I mean, yeah, I, see, I know yeah. she's yeah, she's pretty iconic, and I know you. Also, being a country music fan, a writer, you understand the contributions to music oh, yeah. that she yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she she's, paved. She's another pioneer in yeah, her industry. Right. Okay, just like Ken and, Block was. Yes, and above and beyond that, uh, did have access to ride on her property uh, trail ride. Now that that still goes on, I think the family runs it, but things will change. You know, she's not around anymore to sort of keep the guardrails up. Yeah. Wow, Jay, that is. Oh man, did I'm I just, did I just like blow the show's your mind? over, dude. I'm yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we All did right. we we did lose quite a few musicians. Um uh you know, Coolio was one that we lost. Mm -hmm. Um gosh, you know, Coolio goes back, I mean, he started out I think in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. Um yep. Fantastic Voyage was a great tune, man. Um but, you know, and, and see Keith if you guys know us, you've listened to us, you understand that Keith and I both have that common thread of the love for music. Um, you know, I don't have any bad taste in music. I love music. I think music is a good taste, and no matter what it is, yeah. don't 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 let it fool. If look, if Keith can convince me, <laughs> right? You know where I'm Scary, going, right? Yeah. If Keith can yeah. convince me that you're gonna like this. I'm like, oh, no way, man. But but I did. So, I mean, you know me just as well as I know you in that regard. But, you know, we lost Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. That's a big yeah. hit, man. I mean, you know, that. So she was the queen for most 
people living on this planet right now for the entire time. You know, um, if you're go watch uh, go watch Megan and Harry, and you might you might uh, you might have an interesting new angle. And uh, perspective, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. That miniseries, also on Netflix, which we are not sponsored by yet. Uh, hey, man, we're going to be on a little Netflix. bit of that. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. on Netflix. We're going to have our own podcast on Netflix. But you know who is still around, thankfully? Snoop Dogg. Snoops. <laughs> My man. So on this very program... And if you're if you're a follower or subscriber, you already know this. But we talked about Snoop's new serial a while back, which he at the time called Snoop Loops. <laughs> yeah. And that's Loops with a Z, L O O P Z. Right. Um. And uh, it seems Snoop's in a little legal trouble with uh, is it Kellogg's that makes Fruit Loops? Um, I think it I think is it Kellogg's. Is. Yes, it is. The Kellogg's. toucan isn't happy, Jay. <laughs> Yes, I know. Um, uh, two, but, Toucan Sam's lawyers but, reached out to Snoop's people and said, uh, yeah. ceased into sizzle. The sizzle. <laughs> I love it, man. Him and Master P, you know, yeah. they, they have a goal in mind, and we know that. But Post is on their side, okay? So when Kellogg's wouldn't help them out, Post has stepped in. And That's right. So so Snoop's Loops was going to be is going to be made by Post, and so right. they're being forced to change the name. Mm-hmm. Because again, Toucan Sam got got involved and said, "Not so fizzast." <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> right, right. That's hilarious, man. But uh, yeah, but he, he, you know, and so what do you do? You just you get, you know, let's get let's call it simple. Let's just just we'll we'll have a play on words with the serial names themselves, right? So yeah, so it went from Snoop Loops. And it's actually going to go under the brand of what we call Snoop cereal. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's, it's simple. Um, I think that as the, long as he's still making TV shows with Martha Stewart, I'm, I'm good. I don't care. He, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, so the names that they came up with for these, and we'll, we'll tell you what they are in a minute, but it's, it's, um, Snoop has his own brand of foods. It's called Broadus, um, foods. Um, and you know, you guys know Snoop. I mean, if if you don't know who Snoop is, you're under a rock. Um, he pretty much lays it out there. Um, you know, he grew up in the hood, man, and he you know was not a glorious um, you know situation that he was into, but he loved it. You know, he loves his background. He loves where he's from, and he's extremely intelligent. He is a marketing genius. He's an awesome uh, singer, rapper, songwriter, producer, engineer, actor, celebrity, period. I I just want to be Snoop, man. I mean, for a day. Can I be Snoop for a day, man? I I want to hang out with Martha. He is another one of these that sort of created his own. Right. You know, he paved his own way. He was authentic. Absolutely he is. So you got to love the guy. He, He is what he is. He doesn't put on any airs, which is what I love about Snoop. Mm-hmm. You get what you get. And if you don't like it, you can you can faux shizzle somewhere else, man. You know, that's <laughs> what he'll tell you, you know. I I think it there's a theme here of just people that refuse to compromise, right? Mm-hmm. They go out and find a way to do it the way that they love to do it. Right. 
And yeah, you can you can study to be the best cello player or the best, uh, you know, race car driver, what have you, and go compete in that. And you may do well, you know, and right. if you commit yourself to it, you may be the best. But, you know, like like Ken pointed out, you know, if you're not having fun, if right. the only time you get to have fun is the on race day. Right. You know, I mean, he is a philanthropist and he gives back to the community. Um, he he knows where he came from. He'll never mm-hmm. forget where he came from, and this is why he does what he does. Um, I just like to watch him be him. Yeah, I think that's you know that's he's, the thing I love the he's, most. He is what he is, and you got to. I mean, even if he wasn't famous, and I ran into the guy and got to know him, it would be like, oh man, uh, you know, I want to hang. You know, just a cool guy. But um, right, what I want to point out with this is that how conscious he is of um, you know. Most people don't have the means sometimes to get what they need, and he's very aware of that, and that's why they give back to the community. So him and Master P wanted to do this, and they talk about it. There's a there's a YouTube video out there. You can check it out where they've renamed um, uh, the cereal, the but they make it very clear that their cereals will be part of the WIC program, which they were both part of uh, growing mm-hmm. up as kids. And if you don't know what that is, you're very fortunate um, uh, yeah, I think it stands for women and infant children, correct. if I'm not mistaken. Right, it's to, uh, to aid. I used to, yeah, yeah, in high school, worked at a grocery store and was very familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and so it's a very heartfelt um, uh, introduction of a product for um, those folks in need, um, but he wants to make sure that they get it in your big outlets like Walmart and Target and Albertsons and your local mom and pop stores, they want to be there. But what I found, let's go over the names, right? All right, so please. The, the first one coming out, and it's supposed to be this June, June 2023, it will be available, and it's going to be called Frosted Drizzles. Drizzlers. <laughs> Frosted Drizzlers. So they're really similar to Frosted Mini Wheats, I believe, mm-hmm. is what they are. Um, and here's how good they are. In this video, and you have to watch the video, they're eating this stuff dry, man, and they're just loving it and talking about it and explaining it to it. I can't do it justice. You have to go watch their video. Um, Another one is uh, Cinnamon Toasties. Everything with a Z here, guys. Yeah. Uh, Now, this is the video you're talking about. It's got the the, the three bowls in front of them. Yeah. 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 Okay. And they're just, they're dumping the new syrup. They're talking about renaming it. They had to rename them and all that stuff. And then Fruity Hoops. You know, that's the Fruit Loops, you know, their mm-hmm. version of a Fruit Loops, but um, it was going to be called Snoop Hoops, I think, and um, or Snoop Loops or something like that. Yeah. But they uh, they made them, you know, they had to change the name, so it's going to be called Fruity Hoops. But, man, you know, oh, and also the other thing is, is I think that um, Master P pointed this out, that they, it will be the first black-owned um, uh, cereal company, is what they said. Which is awesome, man. I love that. Good for those guys. Yeah. You know, we, we, we sit here, we talk about pioneers. We've talked about three pioneers in a row. Ken Block, Loretta Lynn, yeah. and Snoop Dogg. Pioneers, man. Yeah. Icons. And they're wonderful people. You know? Yeah. I, I just think if you're going to spend your, you know, this, this is the theme, you know, we've kind of stumbled sideways into for this show is if you're going to spend your time consuming learning absorbing these are the people that you um that you want to 
pay attention to. Yeah, absolutely. I'll throw a fourth one in there that I know you didn't see coming because I feel like that I just got to come back from this whole Loretta Lynn thing with something. I, <laughs> right. I, I just that was totally unfair. I mean, you dude, you totally like I don't, how many cards are in a deck? 52. And 52, I picked one yeah. and you totally called it there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a one in 52 chance. So um, there's a there's a there's a musical group called Black Violin. Have I have I told you about these guys? No. Okay. It's a, it's the same thing as like a Ken Block. Uh, two classically trained. You're never gonna guess what they play, Jay. You're never gonna guess. I don't know. What? It's trombone. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. It's in right. the name. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So. <laughs> Forgive me, guys. So, I'm slow. I'm a little slow. Today. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> classically trained violin violinists, I guess. Mm-hmm. They play the violin. They're classically trained. Okay. And these guys, you know, you basically, when you go down that path, and this is something I'm kind of familiar with, having, uh, being a classically trained musician myself and completing, you know, having a degree as such, you're going to be, you're going to be essentially railroaded toward like, oh, you, you're going to play that instrument, like a stringed instrument. You're going to, you better go, you better be good enough to be in the symphony. Right. Now, every major city has a symphony. Some of them are bigger than others. Some play pay more than others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like sports or anything else, right? The better you are, the bigger your paycheck. Right. These guys said, nah, we're not doing that. And they went out and they basically paved their own way and they mixed pop culture, uh, sometimes pop music, mm-hmm. with classic violin style. And I've literally heard them like mash up like, a, like Vivaldi. Oh, with, wow some current music wow and they're amazing instrument instrumentalists yeah. and and one of them sings mm-hmm. i mean they both sing one of them sings really well yeah and uh it's 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 innovative so you had a choice everybody you could do what the what the professors and the mainstream told you to do which is just keep practicing and one mm-hmm. day kids you might be good enough to join the symphony right or you could do what you thought was fun and go, you know, they've even mixed up some current, like, you know, I don't know that they did Snoop or Master P, but there was, there was some of, there was some hip hop in there. Yeah. And they're just, it's, That's I awesome. love this stuff. I got to check them you know? out. You got, yeah. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, you so, get there, on Apple or whatever. so there's several yeah. things today that, that I have got to sink my teeth into that you yeah. told me about. So I will definitely get in that. You got to make sure you send me the list, but another pioneer, I'll just put it on the uh, mention on the podcast page. Yeah, that works. Yeah, another pioneer <laughs> that we lost uh, also. And speaking of, we were speaking of Star Trek earlier, the original series. We lost uh, Nichelle Nichols, who was um, Lieutenant Uhura. Yeah. Uh, on the original series Star Trek. Yeah. Um, which I just know her from the Deadpool movies. But oh, okay. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, she's hilarious. She plays a blind lady in the. Uh, Oh, it's man, it's great. It's not you're not. Don't go in and expect an Uhura because you're gonna be you're gonna be shocked. But uh, yeah, we lost Tony Dow. Leave it to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wally. Uh, that that was. Uh, wait, who was that? Oh right. What a dumb thing to do. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if mom and dad were here. Yeah, that's him, man. That's him. Uh, we lost Olivia Newton-John. I do not have any grease drops. Sorry. Um, we lost Bernard Shaw, uh, who was an awesome, awesome journalist. Um, I watched him for years. I remember watching him for, you know, even back in the seventies, man, as a kid growing up, Mike, uh, he was, 
my uh, one of my grandmother's favorites. Um, so uh, she always um, loved uh, that guy and always commented on how well um, he presented a story and interviewed people. James Kahn. We lost James Kahn. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, it's just the, the list is unbelievable. Um, wow. Ray Liotta. Yeah. Wow. It's a nice, um, nice tribute to him in the Field of Dreams game that they play in in midsummer in Iowa, right outside That's of right. Dubuque. Yeah, and they've done it for two or three seasons now, and uh, they they did a nice tribute to him. Uh, interesting fact: um, I was at the, I can't remember the year. It was in the '90s. I think it was the late '90s. It was the year that Milwaukee hosted the All Star Game. Mm-hmm. It was famously also the year Bud Selig called a tie at the end of the game, which did not go over well. Yeah. And, and that's an understatement. But right. Ray Liotta did the uh, emceeing of that game. Did he really? Yeah. Did not know that. That's crazy, yeah, man. I had was no there. idea. That's that's pretty well. I loved him in Goodfellas. Big big fan of that. That was a great movie. Um, we lost Gilbert Gottfried. Um, the Affleck which, duck. Yeah, just... He was one of a kind, man. Um, we lost another pioneer in the country music industry, which was Naomi Judd, uh, mother of um, Winona. Um, and what was the sister's name? Ashley? Ashley. There's actually, I think there's three sisters. They live that, like, uh, yeah. well. They live I in mean, your area, yeah. Yeah, right there um, the... In fact, I've, I've been shopping in the mall there and run into uh, Winona a few times. Oh, yeah, we've all. My, I used uh, to go to church with them. It was quite the spectacle. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But Naomi was, um, unfortunately, she she had um, some mental health issues, and we we lost her due to that. Um, but gosh, man, the list is we can't sit here and go over all of them. Uh, but Estelle Harris, which was um, George's mom on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. um, gosh, man, I mean, and then the worst one for me, just a gut punch outside of what just happened with Ken Block. Um, and, of course, he's actually going to be listed in tw- as 2023, not 2022. Um, but it was Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Um, I saw Taylor Hawkins um, before he joined the Foo Fighters and not with Alanis Morissette. I saw him before he was with her. Uh, he was with a um, uh, group. Uh, it's the, the, front, the front lady. Uh, lead vocalist was Sass Jordan. Uh, saw her at 328 Performance Hall, which is ah, no longer yeah. in Nashville, which was a great venue. Um, they it just just so happens they were playing that night. I, I, we were going to see Pink Floyd at Vanderbilt Stadium on the Saturday, and they were playing that Friday night. I had no idea. I had never heard of Sass until my friend said, "Hey, mm-hmm. we got to go see Sass Jordan." And there they were, and then of course I, I remember that show very well. Um, you know, we lost uh, also this year. They just shut their doors. Uh, mm, technically, it might have been December thirty first. Mm-hmm. Uh, exit in. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 Man. Yeah that that was an iconic. Uh, yeah. If you don't, yeah. For for those of you listening that are not familiar with Nashville. Um, 
<clears throat> first of all, you're welcome to visit, but you can't stay more than uh, a couple days. Mm-hmm. And second, um, the exit in was, I mean, decades and decades long. There's a one of the police album albums, like the police, like Roxanne, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. don't stand so close to me, and right. all, all the all yeah. Where Sting is wearing an Exit In T-shirt. I can't remember which album it is, but it, it's one it's of them. It's pretty famous. Yeah, I've seen quite a few shows there. Saw Dwight Yoakam. I think Dwight Yoakam was my last show there, but I saw King's X several times. I got, there. I got, I got a. Here's one for you. You've heard of Brooks and Dunn, yeah, right, yeah. Um, they just played Ronnie the, Dunn. They just played the um. Nashville uh, ball drop there in uh, guitar. Oh, are they they back together? Okay. Yeah, they did. Well, they did it. They did the um, New Year's Eve thing in Nashville. That's funny. You know, I live in Nashville and we didn't get that feed. I got like, yeah, you know, New York and Orlando and <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, New Orleans. Anyway, was standing outside of uh, the exit in mm-hmm. previously mentioned one right. night, and there used to be a. Um, uh, t- like a TGI Fridays right right down the street, right across the street, mm-hmm. right there. Right, yeah. You know where I'm talking about. Yeah. It was like right on Elliston. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's even a there's, Logan's Roadhouse over there. And Yeah, that's it's changed a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a famous burger joint that Jimmy Buffett What was it? The Pancake there. Pantry was super famous? Oh, no, that's, that's down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's... Yeah. yeah, it's in the same so, area. So standing outside of the exit in, and this Black Viper pulls up. This was... Probably 1998, 99. Yeah. Ronnie Dunn gets out and offers me 25 bucks to watch his car for him. Watch, <laughs> not wash. Watch, watch. Keep an eye on. That's funny. And uh, I told him no. <laughs> wow. I mean, I was like, dude, I don't. Yeah. I'm not watching your car for you. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, too give, much me li- yeah, yeah, give me the keys. Yeah, give me the keys. Yeah, yeah. Too much liability there, right? I mean, what? What's in this? For, I was just like, nah. I was, Can I drive? Know, it? I'm not here to. I didn't. I didn't look at my calendar today and go. I think I'm gonna go hang out down on Elston Place tonight. See if any celebrities show up and fl- try to flip me like a, <laughs> like a like a twenty dollar bill. That's to so funny, man. But that's so Nashville, though, right? I mean, it's it just, is. It, yeah. Nashville is very is infamous for that encounter with famous people. Yeah, I think I was probably twenty. Yeah. Five, four, twenty five years old. Something I mean, like that. I, I I cannot lie. I mean, I've taken a leak next to uh, Rodney Crowell uh, at, yeah, at the Nashville, yeah, I mean it, yeah, you Nashville never International right, Airport, man. Yeah. I looked at him and I'm like, oh, Rodney. Uh, sorry, yeah. man. You know, just, you know, can't help it, but yeah. you know, you're, I'm a big fan. Eye contact at the Right. Yeah, well, that's you know a whole Rodney, other podcast. You know yeah, who Rodney right. Crowell is, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Was married yeah. to uh, June, uh, June, June and Johnny's daughter. Um, yeah, whichever one of her three daughters. Last, and Carter. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. Cash. Roseanne Cash. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. It. yeah. See, look at us, man. We're we're like, should we start another podcast, a spinoff, and just get into Celebr- music? Nah, because yeah, people try to come here and find get a map, yeah, and yeah. I don't I want you. that. All right. Wow. Um. So there you go. A lot of people. Where do we would, go from here, Jay? Um. Well, why don't we talk about um how somebody explains to people uh giving facts. Because you hear a lot of bloated lies out there about the EV market. And when I say that, it's all of you guys out there, all of you people out there, if you don't have the facts, you don't even need to be commenting. 
some of the stuff that you guys come back with about well, what, where's the fun in that jay if i'm informed then yeah, it's you just know. like this is everybody's looking for an argument I can't for throw z- gas on the uh fire. for no reason you're yeah. fighting you're fighting something that you're not going to win and it it, it bothers me um but anyway this um this guy his name is um ricky he is a two-bit da vinci has a uh, has a media channel has a youtube channel um, and he's a Tesla owner. Uh, he's owned a Tesla Model 3 now for about three years. And he's put about 60,000 miles on this thing. And he wanted to share with everyone the facts of his ownership. And honestly, I got, you know, when I started looking into it and, and I watched the video, he's extremely thorough in detail about a lot of the... Um, phobias that folks have um, about uh, ownership of an electric vehicle. And he also puts to rest some of the BS about um, it's going to cost me more than a gasoline version of a car. So just to kind of give you guys, so here's the, he owned it. He's, he's owned it for three years, still owns it. He's put 60,000 miles on it. And he's had a couple of things go, you know, go wrong with it. Um, one thing that went wrong with it was there is a cover in the front, uh, you know, that, that, you know, like a, like a rock guard or uh, just, a, you know, keeps debris away from the battery, uh, you know, and all that stuff. Um, it kind of came loose because the the Tesla Model 3, when it sits on its 20-inch tires, it's a really low profile. Um, so it's kind of low to the ground, and, you know, you hit a bump, a pothole, or whatever. You know, that thing, it worked itself loose, so it was flapping at 50, 60 miles an hour. It would flap, and it's like a bumping sound. Um, he said that, you know, Tesla did come out, and they checked it out. Uh, said that if they could replace it on the spot or fix the problem, it'd be a $500 bill. But it turns out it was a lot more damage to it than that. And so uh, it would have to go into the shop to get replaced. And it was going to cost them around $1,500. But in the meantime, they completely removed it until they could get the part in. But as time went on, he just never, he never took it in and it's never been a problem for him. So he never encountered the expense. Um the other thing is the battery life. Uh, one thing he pointed out after 60,000 miles, zero issues with the battery. Um, as with anything you, you know, electrical, you're going to have some degradation. Mm-hmm. And in this case with the batteries, um, he said he lost about 65-mile range over time uh, in those 60,000 miles, you know, owning ownership of three years, which is understandable. It's age. Um, but that could also be some driving habits, they do software updates. Keith and I have talked about this on this podcast where they may change the, you know, they, with a software update, they may take a little away from you or add a little bit, cut systems off, you know, just change a few things to make that work better. The windshield, he had to replace the windshield, which was at a cost of $934. Uh, windshield chips was mainly the reason. Um, said it was like a, a chip magnet, magnet, if you will. But I, mm-hmm. I own a. Let me just say this, guys. 
that has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that it's an electric vehicle. Okay. I have a gasoline engine vehicle that my windshield is a chip magnet. Here's why. Because it actually has the same profile as the Tesla. So it's slanted way back, real aerodynamically. So when it hits, it hits in a way, and it just you get chips all over the place, man. Um, Imagine owning a <laughs> right Class A motorhome with completely vertical windows that right, right. Uh, are, by the way, not $900 to replace. They are thousands of dollars to right. replace. And, uh, I mean, it's, the it's literally a wall going down the road, yeah. and anything that bounces off the, yeah. the pavement is coming up at you. Absolutely, man. That's always fun. Chip, crack, whatever. I remember yeah. the vehicle that I'm talking about that I still I have chips in my windshield now. I owned that vehicle for two weeks. Got its spider crack right in the middle of the windshield like two weeks after I bought the vehicle. And it's still in the same position. It's got the factory windshield. It never it never propagated any in any direction other than where it was at. So it stayed. Well, you know, you can buy, and I've done these. We should we should try some of this and do a review on it. But you can buy the uh it's basically a resin that you suck all the air out of the chip and then you fill and it's uv cured so sunlight right right mm -hmm. and it fills the crack mm -hmm. the chip and it, so it takes all the air out fills it with a solid mm -hmm. and prevents the crack from spreading it's not going to disappear you're still going to be able to see that there's a chip there right um i don't know I, I'd shoot a video on that. Yeah, let's do it. Do I, they work? Hey, I don't know. We'll, we can find out. I've got a crack uh, waiting to be repaired, man. So whenever you want to, just fly on out, pal, yeah. and we'll, we'll shoot right. a video yeah. on it. But here's the big one for me, man. Um, like like we say all the time, you know, when you have an electric vehicle, you take out the minor maintenance stuff like oil changes, mm -hmm. um, just just a number of different things that you, you know, break uh, – um, um, just brakes. You were gonna say brakes. 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 Tires. Right. Tires. Just just stuff Oil like that. changes. Right. So the only thing. Well, Jay, EVs don't have brakes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go out of business because uh, EVs are coming in. They're gonna. Yeah. We're never gonna change a. Somebody. Set of brakes. For those of you, somebody actually posted that on one of our videos on YouTube. I remember. Am I remembering this correctly? Yeah. In the comments yeah. or something. Yeah. I, and they were serious, or I think they were serious. Right. They were serious. Uh, yeah, it was but, weird. All right. But you were trying to make a point, and I think my, I derailed your point, well, which is... my point is, is that... Internal combustion maintenance, right? So yeah. oil... Oil, uh, you know, just anything like that. You know, just, okay. be you know, belts, hoses, you know, all that sort of stuff that is not, for, for obvious reasons, is not something you have to worry about. You have a cooling system, obviously, on, mm -hmm. uh, you know, th that sort of stuff. But this is just stuff you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about transmission fluid. It, it, it just stuff like that, guys. Okay, so um, the the big thing is cost of ownership overall, right? TCO total cost of ownership long term, right? And let's talk about gas costs. Okay, so he put mm -hmm. it in perspective for you guys. Okay. He in his using Tesla supercharger in the sixty thousand miles, he spent twenty five hundred and nine dollars. That was three years. Mind blown. Mind blown right? on that. Yeah. With his home charging station, 
he spent $1,104 for a total of $3,614 worth of charging costs. Over three years, right? Over three or years. Over 60,000 60, miles. 60,000 miles, yeah. which is okay. actually kind of over the, the annual average. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. 20000 a year. Most people don't so, drive 20000 a year. as someone that doesn't drive much, mm-hmm. uh, well, we take, long, we take long trips. Yeah. So, But I, I'm not factoring that vehicle. Well, I don't right. own that vehicle anymore. Well, let me but give anyway. You the, let me give you the comparison, yeah. though. To, so yeah, I, yeah. The vehicle that he traded in to buy the Tesla um, was a Honda Civic, and it got... 30 miles to the gallon, but its cost over that same amount of time would have been $9,000 in fuel mm-hmm. cost. He still owns his Honda Pilot that gets about 17 miles to the gallon. That cost would have been 16000 Do the math, guys. Okay? Do the math. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's... The ownership cost, yes, the vehicle itself is a high cost, but you pay for quality of build. You pay for quality of build. And well, it's just it's just apples and oranges. I mean, the right. maintenance is completely different. And right. the thing that everybody always goes to is what's it going to cost to replace those batteries, which is a fair argument. It is. Are you going to keep the car that long? Because the average time that people are holding onto these vehicles is typically less time than it would be for you to have before it becomes time to replace the battery. Exactly. I think that they are saying with most EVs, you know, you're looking at 150 to 200,000 miles. Um, you may have to start looking at a battery. Now, mm-hmm. if that comes before the years, maybe not. I don't know. But um, because obviously seasons, you know, temperature change, you know, a lot a lot more summers and winters than, than, than you normally would have if, you know, if you put a lot of miles on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has, you know, it it affects the degradation of the battery as well. So you have to take all that environmental stuff into consideration when it comes to that. But if you maintain your vehicle properly um, and do all the right things, um, you know, you should get, you know, out of it a a quality um, purchase, in my opinion, a, a quality experience, I think. And he's yep. proving this with this. Now, he did – not everything was positive. Um, there were certain things he didn't like where Tesla has this – tendency to upgrade the software as with and he he gave a great analogy it's like with an iphone for example where a certain interface user interface changes when there was perfectly fine they moved it over to another side of the screen the difference is you can turn that off on an iphone correct with with tesla you get what you get and uh, so that's where you have to you know be a voice you know speak up and let let Tesla know, hey, you know, I don't like this. And the more and more people that say that, then they'll go add another software update to it. But I just think that this is a great story and probably a really, really good example for anybody who's on the fence about buying an EV or anybody who thinks they know what they're talking about. They don't even own an EV. So the only thing they have to go off of is you know, the posts that get put on Facebook and you're just going to chime in and say, nah, I'll keep my, I'll keep my 1969 Ford F100. Which is great. That's if fine. You've got one. Keep it. Yeah. Keith and I have always said on this very show, we are not anti-gas engines. We are not anti-EVs. We both think that there's room for both. And I think that if 
our society can figure that out and accept that, there is a purpose for each one in their specific sure. usage. So, sure. There you go. So anyway, I just thought that was a great story to share with everybody, and and that's a th- that's three years. And again, he he really really hit on quality of build. Um, the reason why things cost money, so much money, is because quality of build. Yeah. And you know, if you want to spend twenty five thousand dollars on an electric vehicle, then you're going to probably have some issues. It's going to be noisy. It's not going to be comfortable to drive. Yeah, it's $25,000 in this electric vehicle, and it'll get the job done, you know, just like a Pinto or mm-hmm. just like a Chevette back in the day, you know what I mean? Or a Corolla, Toyota Corolla. You know, that's that's what we're talking about. But when you start getting into your higher-end vehicles like a Tesla, a Fisker, uh, or even a Cadillac um, Lyric that's going to be out, uh, we should be seeing them out on the road soon. There you go. Those things are expensive for a reason. Right. So quality yeah. of build, guys. So it's an investment, no doubt, and I know that's hard for most people to swallow that the expense is so great, uh, but I do believe that as technology advances, costs will definitely drive down. It's it's gonna it's gonna open the door for an for another possible shift in the market, which is how long are people going to hold on to these vehicles? Right. right. If it starts heading more towards ten years, I can see where. Uh, that changes a lot of things in the industry because they're not going to sell as many cars every year. There's going to be, you know, lenders are going to finance for longer periods of time and so on. And so it remains to be seen. But obviously the build quality drives the price up. I mean, this this is almost a podcast in itself just to dig into those things. Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. Well, pal, we've got little time left. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, we probably have choice, man. We probably have one story. You pick. All right. Well, let's just go with the. Uh, let's. Okay. So, so I feel like Ford's getting a bad rap here. Now, uh, I guess let me let me present the facts, and then we can I, I can I can walk you through why I said what I said, mm-hmm. which is, um, and you know I'm looking at this from Motor One, but uh, it's. It's public information. Motor One's not the only one that that broke the story. Uh, Ford had more recalls in 2022 on their vehicles than any other auto manufacturer. Right. And so while that's true on the surface, um, you got to look what drives that. Yeah. So are we talking? Vo- we're talking a lot of these are voluntary recalls, Cor- right? Correct. So. You almost want them to do those recalls. Like just because they did a lot of recalls doesn't mean mm. they're more broken than another car company. Right. I mean, this right? is almost a whole other podcast about some of the rhetoric that goes on within yes. this industry about this stuff. Yep. Am I right? Yeah. That's a whole podcast so, in itself. Yeah. So yes, Ford was number one in recalls. Okay. But that's being presented as Ford is the has the most problematic vehicles. Mm-hmm. They're the most defective. Mm. I don't know that that's necessarily the case. There are manufacturers out there that choose not to do recalls. Right. Um. Yeah. Toyota Forerunners from 2019 that the 3G chipset stopped working and right. they just left it be. 
Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So I I personally see it as a good thing that Ford is doing the recalls, especially the voluntar- vol- volunteer. Uh, whatever. You guys know what I mean. But Volu- voluntarily. <laughs> easy for me to see. Yeah. Voluntarily recalling. Easy for me to yeah. say. But um, but there are problems in there, right? The Bronco engine thing is legitimately a problem. There are some other issues. And these are all new new platforms, too. So, so that's something that people need to understand. And also the fact that Ford is the number one truck seller. They produce more pickup trucks and sell more pickup trucks than any other right. manufacturer in the world. Period. Yeah. And so numbers are up. That doesn't make the product bad. It just means they sold a lot of stuff. You, you, know that, you sell more, you take more returns. Amazon takes more returns than whoever number two is, right? right? I mean, yeah. I mean, their Mustang Mach-E, the numbers prove that it's an extremely popular vehicle, and they had some issues coming out of the chute, and we know that. But Ford took it upon themselves to go ahead and write, write it instead of sitting on it like some of the manufacturers do and not really do anything for you. Now, granted, let's do talk about the hybrid... Um, Ford Maverick pickup truck, the small pickup mm-hmm. truck mm-hmm. with the fluid leak that they just decided to drill holes in the. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a right. So that was an actual recall, so uh, or a fix in, in field fix. The the yes, and if you don't know what Jay's talking about, um, I don't remember the podcast number, but we did get into this in a previous podcast, and yep. those are over on our website at partscounterviewer.com, uh, podcast tab. That's it. So um, I think really what would be more interesting, and I I know this is kind of clickbait, but it's the reliability survey. If you really want to talk about which brands are the best or worst, you need to have a reliability study. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. Um, That's going to tell you who makes junk and who makes good stuff. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I think that, again, um, this is Motor One, and you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. You need to really read and look at, read the article, um, do your own homework and assessment of that, and understand that, um, yeah, they had it for, for reasons other than they're just a horrible company. They're not a horrible company. They, they make quality product. They have been for years, or else they wouldn't be number one in the industry in the, in the pickup sales for decades now. So there you go. It's um it's a spin on something, I think. You know, you just have to be careful on how you yeah. how you how you read into things and um they could have probably titled that a little bit differently, I think. Well, and then you don't get the views and you know This is true. That's kind of what we do, right? <laughs> you guys, Jay and I, so there's this uh, unsaid sort of on on out loud. We Jay knows what I'm talking about. We, we have this conversation weekly, if not daily, where there's a line that we are typically not willing to cross to get views or clicks mm-hmm. that we feel like is it, it cheapens the brand, I, I guess. I mean, I'm kind of speaking for Jay here, but um, there are people out there that will literally post the word bye or goodbye on their video and you know chicken little you into watching it because you think that's their last video ever and (laughs) there are three more out the next week you know and and so it happens 
all the time. It happens way more than most people realize. Uh, I'm sure some of you do realize it. And, you know, it's it's the more subtle stuff like this that yeah, it's in a gray area. You know, you are you willing? I guess you, you how you title it determines view. We know Jay and I know this. We again, we talk about this all the time. I just. Ah, I just it's it just doesn't sit well. I have such a hard time with it. No, you know? and you uh you're pretty um you know, forthcoming with how you feel about those situations and that's why you and I work <laughs> so well together too because we're on the same page. Um we we try to give you the factual information and we do we work hard at what we do. Uh we don't you know, there's no clickbait in in our um our tool shed. We just don't do that. We work hard for that. So, um, I mean, if you want to try it and see what happens, we could. Our next video, we we'll just title it "Jay drove his car off the cliff and died and yeah. blew up and I don't know, whatever." Right. And <laughs> we'll see. We'll just see what happens. I don't. I don't know. Right. But yeah. Right. I'm sure. Your comments, I, and, and, which, by the way, I'm sure Ford will be fine here, guys. Just let's put that out there. <laughs> um, they're not going anywhere for for a long time, as far as I know. Um, wow. Um, I'm trying to think what you know what what else I could possibly um, say right now because I I I just want to say to everyone out there how thankful Keith and I are for what we do. We're very appreciative that you guys listen to us and you are subscribed to us. We do this because we love doing it and we want to keep doing it. And what would help us is if you guys could go to our store on our website partscountyguru.com or our youtube channel and we have some um, some hats there um buy one uh by buying one it helps us out it helps us keep keep this rolling and um we got some new and exciting things coming uh this year we we hope that you'll enjoy it um we are trying our best to give you guys the best experience that you could possibly have in a podcast and and also on our youtube channel so Make sure you hit the subscribe buttons on every single platform that we're on, uh, any form of media that we put out there. And um, just know that we really appreciate it, and we're glad to be here in 2023. It's going to be a great year for all of us. So, I have one thing to add to that uh, before we wrap, and that is uh, if you don't have the funds this month or want to spend this month on a piece of merch on our website, that's okay. You can wait until next month give you a one-time pass here but how you can help in the meantime for free is go leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on be nice in the words of patrick swayze from roadhouse right right (laughs) be nice that helps us get noticed by podcasting is different than so other social media you know if our video does well on youtube youtube will refer it to other people yeah but potential viewers but podcasting doesn't work that way you either have to tell somebody directly like we did to you all the beginning of this where we listed out a bunch of uh podcasts to go listen to or you can leave a review and that refers you out so please do that yep um so that said i i i echo jay's thoughts thank you guys uh for making us a part of your lives we do appreciate it and um it's been a, a really fun ride i can't wait to see we know some of where it's going next, but I can't to see where the rest of it goes that we don't yet know. Yeah, we've got some exciting guests coming up. Yeah, 
Yeah, we do. That's true. And and maybe we just tease it and leave it at that very yeah. soon. Um, this is uh, ironically something that I caught on to and I thought, you know, I'm going to use that one in a future podcast. But it was before we got the news of Ken Block. And I just thought how fitting um, that I had it kind of teed up and then this whole tragedy happened. Um, and so so here it is, and this is going to be a little different than I normally present these, but there's a reason. So put your happiness in the things of today, everyone. Don't wait until tomorrow. Um, and, and I don't say that from the perspective of not knowing whether you will be here tomorrow or what tomorrow brings. But I think if we look at people like Ken, um, he made every moment count. And how he lived his life was a real quality uh, example. He he did things he loved. He put his happiness in the things of today. And he didn't put off happiness until tomorrow. And I think it, that is the one thing you want to try to adopt this year. I, I hope you'll try me on that and see if it doesn't improve things. So there you go. Sounds great. Uh, until next time, which is going to have some interesting, exciting guests. That's my pal Jay over there. I'm Keith. Make sure you guys are subscribed. We'll see you on the next one. Is it recording? It looks like it says I'm in the show and all that shit. <laughs>